Okay, Iro, thank you for joining us. How are you? Hello, Boma. Thank you for the invitation. It's a pleasure to be in your show, and uh, it's nice to talk about football these days that we are all still at least here in Colombia lockdown. So it's it's nice to to share some time with some my colleagues from the industry. Uh, not a problem. Thanks. Thanks for coming on. Thanks for coming on. Um, I, th I think, you know, just in looking at some of the work you've done, you know, I, I, I kind of want to personally say, you know, thank you for, uh, you know, I'm Nigerian and I see all the international matches that you've been able to work hard behind the scenes to put together for the Super Eagles. So I personally, on behalf of a lot of different Nigerians, want to say thank you for all your hard work. And because um, we definitely won't have those games, if not for the effort you put behind the scenes. But I think most people don't understand what a matchgen does. So if you can, you know, quickly help educate people who, who a FIFA match agent yeah. is and what he does. Sure. Basically, uh, the, the the role of a FIFA match agent is to, as the as the word says, you know, is to organize football matches. You know, to put together and help to build a relationship between one federation and another, and uh, and help uh, putting together these games. However, my role, I go or I try to do more than that, you know, and uh, some of the agencies and some of the other match agents, uh, they do the same, you know, some agents, they just focus on uh, international friendly games, the federations with the A teams to yeah. prepare for big tournaments, let's say, as you said, Super Eagles, you know, um, on the the road to the to the Brazil World Cup, let's say, so we help them find the ideal uh, camps, training camps, which uh, fits the program of the coach and the federation, and try to find those games that will uh, help them prepare for the World Cup or for the African Cup of Nations or or whatever the competition is. It is, uh, I've done a lot of work with Nigeria, you know, thanks to the Nigeria Football Federation, thanks to the Nigerians, because as you said, okay, you're thanking me, but uh, I have to say that uh, I've been given the trust and uh, and, uh, and uh, they believe in me. So I every time try to do my best for, for the Nigeria Football Federation and for the Nigerian uh, national teams, not just the Super Eagles, but I've worked with Super Falcons, I work with the uh, Falconets, uh, and the and the 17 and the 20 uh, men's teams for the different uh, tournaments when when there is a chance you know because of course there are other agents and there are other people that also work with the Nigerian Football Federation my role is more with the A team with the Super Eagles and sometimes with the Super Falcons uh, depending on the on the tournament and what they have sometimes uh, the NFF they find themselves these uh, preparations so I don't get involved but um, the role is basically, as I said, you know, to find games and quality games for the Nigerian national teams. That's uh, my role as a FIFA match agent with the Nigerian Football Federation. Okay, so so the process pretty much works in the sense that uh, the coach is it the coach at the technical committee of the NFF that would then say to you, hey, you know, these are the sort of games we're looking for. For instance, if they're preparing for you know, African Cup of Nations, AFCON, would they say, hey, you know, based on the group that we're in, we may be looking to play, you know, some North African teams and... 
That's right. They the same with the World Cup. You know, when the draw in the World Cup happens, and we see, okay, we we are with uh, you know last World Cups, and I think it's in the history of Nigeria, the NDA. Nigeria, you always end up with Argentina. Yeah, so yeah. We try to play. We will we will try to play. Uh, you know, let's say a South American team. You know, Latin American team that uh, can uh, be a good uh, sparring. You know, for for the kind of football that they play in South America. Now, the yeah. same when we end up with the you know European. Like, let's say an example as World Cup preparing for Russia. I think we we played. England, Poland, I think the most important uh, was going to be the first match, you know, which was uh, the Croatia against Croatia. Croatia, yeah. Yes. In a World Cup, you know, if you make, if you, if you, if you earn those first three points, you're almost through to the, ne to the next uh, phase, right? Correct. Yeah. So, that's uh, let's say that's my 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 point of view and some of course some coaches they think okay yes i want to prepare for the last game <laughs> maybe the first one mm -hmm. i can see that I, i'm gonna do anything but i prepare but in our uh, scenario i think that the it was we had uh, croatia we had argentina and uh, what was the team i think it was iran iceland we have iran croatia argentina and iceland iceland yeah, Argentina and Iceland. Thank you. Yes, Iran was in Brazil. Yeah, right. And uh, so we said, and we start with uh, Croatia. You know, if, you, if, we, if we're going to start with Croatia, then uh, you should play European teams. So in that sense, we played England. Then uh, we also played Poland, which would have been a, a more similar event to Croatia. And then Croatia. we played you know, the coach for the coach to prepare against Croatia. Yeah, yeah. So that's, let's say, what we try to do and help with. Not all the time, you know, you manage to get the, the right teams that you want because uh, either other teams have already contacted them. It's a, it's a first come, first serve, and also, or, you know, Nigeria is a too strong team. So let's play Ghana instead. We want to play a, a, an African team, but you know Nigeria now is too strong. Let's play Ghana. Let's play Ivory Coast or let's play mm. uh, Botswana. You know, I, yeah, I yeah, yeah. That is because sometimes some coaches they don't mind losing because they see losing as experience and they want to test their team. Really, some others they, they see it, uh, the game as a as a complete as a part of the whole. Uh, Preparation and competition itself, in the in the sense that okay, if we lose, maybe the 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 confidence of the team, you know, before playing the mm -hmm. actual game is not going to be as as high as it should. So it's it changes, it varies from from coach to coach, from country to country, culture to culture, you know. But uh, yeah, our our main job is that to find to help them find the the teams at the same time, you know. Behind that is not just. People say, ah, you know, he gets a team, but behind that you have all the logistics. The match agent has to be in charge of all the logistics to find the ideal hotels, which, uh, you know, sometimes you go to some countries where there is the, your community is too big. So there's a lot of uh, national, you know, Nigerians that want to come. And, and of course, you understand that they want to be and take the picture with the players, but sometimes it's not the right time. So you try to find hotels that 
allow you a certain privacy for the players and for the team. So you have to go and visit four or five hotels until you find the right hotel. It's all about logistics. But then that hotel doesn't have a, a good training pitch nearby, so you cannot use that hotel. You have to go and find another one until you find the, the correct, let's say, environment for that project. You know, it would be a match with a good training pitch and also a good uh, facilities in the hotel for the team. Wow, it sounds like it sounds like a handful, Iro. So the the logistics you mentioned is uh, what's that like? I'm is it, I'm sure it has to be difficult, but it's um it's, it is difficult. It is difficult, and it's difficult not just with Nigeria, but with any any team. You know, I I work a lot with Colombians and Colombian, and uh, I, I started working with the national team of Colombia before I started with Nigeria in 2008. So mm -hmm. in between, I, I sometimes help them, you know, with uh, some of the projects. But with any any team, you know, I've done Argentina, I've done Uruguay, Japan, and it's always difficult, you know, because it's it's hard to please everyone. You know, sometimes the co the, the 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 let's say the a federation might be happy with the budget. Say okay, you know, what is the the cost of uh, this hotel with this, this is our menu, you know, so you have to quote yeah. for everything. Then you send, but then maybe the, the coaching team comes and says, ah, you know, we don't like this uh, hotel because the hotel is the, in the city center. So we're going to get a lot of people coming in and we don't want, so let's move away from here. And that's after, this is a situation, let's say it happens once to Colombia, with Colombia, with Colombia to me. So after you've done uh, maybe two months of work, then they go and they visit the hotel a week or two weeks before the actual uh, event. And then uh, there's not, we don't like change it. So, but when you change, it means that when you're going to book, and that's normal, everyone knows, if you book a flight uh, two months ahead, it costs you hundred pounds. If you book a flight two weeks, it will cost you double or sometimes triple. It depends on the demand for the flight or for the hotel. So. Yeah. Yeah. That's always, and that sometimes, you know, sometimes it becomes uh, difficult because, okay, you have to please the coaching team, but then you have to 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 also please the federation itself, the administration, you know, the general manager. Say, oh, listen, you know, our our budget is fifty, is not the two hundred. So yes, but your coach doesn't want the fifty option, you know, and now he cancel everything and he wants it. So sometimes you get uh, it's uh, very uh, tiring. You know, but most of the time we try to, to with Nigeria I have had no 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 problem with any of the coaches in the past or with the current coach. You know, he tends to understand, listen, you know, this is we we normally go and look at three different options of hotels and see yeah. what is the best in terms of, of as I said, logistics. That when you go training, you don't have to go more than 20, 25 minutes because then the you know is is wasting the time and the energy of the players, which is very important. So the closest that you can find a good training pitch to the hotel is very, very important. As long as the hotel is comfortable and they can, uh, you know, most hotels, you know, they can provide good food and the jolly fry uh, rice and uh, the, the, the chicken, <laughs> which we always request. Yeah. You know, yeah. sometimes when you send, the, you send the menus, you know, they're like, oh, but what's the kidney sauce? The the chef doesn't, I said, no, no, no. Me at the beginning, I was the same, I said like, Kidney sauce. I said, I, I thought that it was a sauce prepared with kidney, you know. <laughs> but it's just it's just a tomato-based sauce for the for the jolly fried rice, you know. So yeah. 
you know you learn and you need to to, to to you need to you know to understand everything and then to to uh, explain but that's yeah. the same you know with colombia with colombia is the same sometimes with the, they have certain uh plates or foods that they have to and they like you know to be prepared it's maybe on a friday or saturday after the okay the coaching team say okay let's allow the guys to have this you know normally it wouldn't be on a diet but once in a week it's fine and they have to prepare normally colombia nowadays in the past colombia was like nigeria you know they used to uh, allow the hotels to prepare everything now Colombia mm -hmm. travels with the with the with the own chef, which which makes everything easier. Easier, because yeah. Then, uh, then it's not you know it's not the much aging. It's not like me like trying to to be responsible for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fried rice or, or or anything, you know. So that's that's just one example, you know. But uh, it comes from there to the bus, you know, to get the right bus company that it has a comfortable bus. You know, sometimes you go to uh, very hot climates. And the bus that they show you and they sell you is one, and the bus that they bring is another one. So then everyone start complaining, and you know, air condition is not working, or the bus is late. It's uh, there's many things that can go wrong in a in a, in an event, and you know, I had, I remember for me, I think I could write a book when we brought Argentina to 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 Nigeria in 2011. That oh was really? The biggest challenge. I remember. I remember that, that game. Was, I remember that game. Yeah. That was, so what it happened? was a fantastic. It was a fantastic event. It was everything went well. The NFF was very supportive, and then we had, of course, the backing of Guinness, which was fantastic. I don't know why they stopped it. I think they, whatever reason, but it was. It, it could have been a event to do every year. You know, to bring one or two big national teams because it was a huge party in a, in a, in Abuja. I remember the national stadium being packed and people happy and yeah, yeah, they, yeah. Did that, they did, they did so many activations, uh, Guinness as a brand. And that mm -hmm. was the year when they, they sold more beer in Nigeria than anywhere in the world, you know, Guinness. Well, yeah. Has, you, you know what? Guinness, Guinness sells more, more of their beer in Nigeria than anywhere in the world, period. Even but, more than Ireland. But that year, yeah, but that year was the first time in the history of Guinness that they oh, really? surpassed sales and turnover in Nigeria than in Ireland. Yes. Wow. And that was, you know, we said, okay, it was thanks to the game. Well, of course, the game helped <laughs> a lot because yeah, people, yeah. You, you, you had to drink and with the, with the how you call it, with the cup, you know, when you open the bottle, there is the yeah. cup, yeah? Cup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You you collect you collected them in order to be the photographer of a training of Argentina and Nigeria. You collected them to compete for tickets. You know, it was so. Of course, yeah. it, the event itself it must help a lot. But I remember very well because the day that Argentina arrived, of course, I was uh, working uh, with Guinness and the agency. That there was um, the advertisement agency from London that wanted to do this game together. But I was the one bringing the teams and doing everything. And the biggest challenge was that I remember uh, Jonathan Goodluck was the president. Was his, uh, yes, and but he he was his uh, how you say like his possession day, you know. Ah, okay. He's, he's, uh, you have a different name in Nigeria. Yeah, there was very uh, name, right? And it, it was the the same weekend of of yes, and it was the same weekend of the match, and oh. uh, everyone thought that inauguration day is called. Nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And everyone thought that the Jonathan Goodluck inauguration day was going to be Monday or Wednesday. Yeah. 
but he changed and uh, and that was uh, like like secret to everyone only the big all the presidents from africa that were invited to come to nigeria they knew about this but uh, we didn't know no one knew and suddenly the day that argentina arrived i go to we were at the at the uh, transcorp at the hilton in abuja, in abuja so i go yeah. there to check in the morning i say okay normal now i i want i want to check all the rooms for argentina you know we have let's say 30 singles and uh, 20 doubles and uh, the meeting room and the and the meals room and the private meals room and then where they gonna stretch and blah and when i go to reception say oh sorry sir but there is no rooms. There are no rooms. The the president of the country has uh, uh, taken everything. Wow. So what do you mean? So, yeah. yes. Hello, Iro. Uh, is uh, all the Af African presidents from Africa are coming to stay in the country in the in the hotel and. Hello, Iro, you've, you, your uh, screen has frozen up. The, the, uh, uh, that was the beginning, you know, I said, what? Hello, Iro. We have screen has been uh, issues to to uh, disconnect or then me. I can hear you now. Yeah. Boma. I can hear you. Now. Yes, I'm back. Yeah, back. Yeah, you disappeared for a okay. while. Okay, I can see you now. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry, I think it was my connection. Yeah, you were you were talking about uh, when you went to the hotel. Right? Okay, so I was saying that built in all the African presidents. Uh, the hotel. Yeah. So basically, so the the government took all the rooms of Argentina. Yeah. You know, and then of course we had already prepaid, prepaid, which you cannot do as a hotel. So it was a huge scandal, of course, that we kept. Confidential, but I went to the man and said, "Listen, if you don't give us the rooms for Argentina, I'm going to go against your company. And your company is Nigerian. Your company is a global. Uh, it doesn't belong to Nigerians, my friend. You know, it's going right. to damage your right. reputation. How are you going to take our rooms? We paid, and you don't know. No, but we were told, and all of this was for security reasons. The same as that they put down all the mobile network. 
to avoid uh, any terrorist uh, attacks, you know, on the inauguration day and everything. So yeah. we couldn't con we couldn't connect and we couldn't move. It was it was it was a real challenge. At the end, Argentina arrived. I had to speak to them and explain. They were very nice because some of the players of Argentina wouldn't give them give you their names. They had to sleep in a double beds, you know, two players oh, in a double no. bed. Oh man. Yeah, the, they were very nice. So that's, those are, those are, those are, those are big. Those are big players. Those aren't. Uh, yeah. Those are big, yeah, some big of time. Some of some of them at the time they were, you know, starting the the international career like Rojo. I remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it was, but Zavaleta was there. All the big. There were all the big names were there apart from Messi. But uh, yeah, that was a big challenge. But there is always always something. You know, once. When uh, what was the name? He he was a, a coach of Nigeria for a very short time. That was after Siasia. Uh, Ulisse. His name. He, Ulisse. When yeah. Ulisse was a coach, you know, we had to go to we, two games in uh, Belgium. We play. It was Cameroon and uh, Togo, I think. Anyway, when we were there for the visas. There was a delay with the visas, you know, we applied on time and everything and also with the flights. So anyway, uh, the kid manager didn't arrive on time. No one, I think it was the, the team manager, myself and one of the member of my staff. And uh, maybe we had 14 players, you know, there was not all the yeah. players, but the first the first training, you know, so we said, what do we do, you know, and I, and, and I told my girl, I said, listen, Sorry, you know, I have to go and sort out this. We, we have to see how the other players arrive and the other business. But we have to do the laundry because we don't have uh, more, more more training clothes for tomorrow. So you have to go, you know, and this is a lovely lady. And she went with the basket, picking up all the laundry from all the players, from all the rooms. Oh, my you goodness. Can imagine, you know, all the boys, normal, you know, like maybe it's half, half naked or naked, you know, putting the... Because, didn't expect it. So it's things, but, but things let me are let me let me ask you this, Iro. So based on what you do, these logistics are crazy. They're crazy. So do you when you travel from country to country, do you have a team yeah. of people that you have to? So for instance, if you have a country playing in in uh, in Brasilia in Bogota, do you have to have a team of people you hire locally? Then if you go to London to play a friendly, yeah. or you go to, to how does that work with staffing? We, I have, I have, uh, we are a team of five people, let's say, full time. Okay. And then uh, when, let's say, October, in October last year, I think it was, it was probably my, my best uh, FIFA date. In October, I did, I think we, we did uh, nine, ten, ten, ten games, eleven games, ten games. one wow. FIFA date. Wow. So we had, we had, you know, that for me was so sad because I had Nigeria playing Brazil in uh, in Singapore. But that was too far for me to be there. You know, most of the time, you know, I'm very devoted and I'm always with Nigeria. I always. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. I know. Yeah. But, but, <clears throat> but this, this time I was doing in Spain, which like it was in Getafe. And uh, Elche, which are two, Getafe, no, sorry, it's, uh, uh, it's Elche and uh, I forgot the name of the other city. Anyway, it's like half an hour, one from the other. And I started there with uh, Colombia, Colombia playing 
Chile. Yeah, then Colombia yeah. would go to play Algeria in France. Wow. But while I, while I was doing that, then Chile asked me to help them as well with the second game, which was uh, like close, close stadium, not open stadium. They play an African team. I'm going to tell you now, because that was that was challenge. I think it's been so far well a nice challenge, though. You know, I don't I cannot complain. Because when you get the federations to, to that they want you to do, one second, they want you to 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 put together these games for for them. Then of course you are happy that they, they trust you and they give you this this opportunity. I have it here. So I have in that game you have Bolivia playing yeah. Venezuela and Venezuela. I had. Serbia playing Paraguay. That, this was all in October. Colombia playing Chile. Brazil uh, playing Nigeria. Argentina played Ecuador. Bolivia then played Haiti in Bolivia. I had Venezuela playing uh, Bolivia under 23. You know, first was the 18 wow. and 23. Then Colombia played Algeria in France. And Chile played Guinea. In, uh, in in Spain, in the same place where I was. So I said, okay, I have uh, one, two, three, four games, you know, in Spain. I said, okay, I stay in Spain. That's the, you know, where, where I could have more control of, of four games. And then to the other places, I send the members of my staff who, these members, most of the time, are people who have worked for FIFA as, uh, as the, uh, as the, uh, in the World Cup, you know, when you go to a World Cup, FIFA trains and they provide each team with the famous TLO, that is Team Local Organizer. Yeah. So what I learned after 2014 is that, okay, I could train one or two to be with me and to work with me and they can train others. But then uh, when I was, no, actually it was 2014, 2015, when we won the World Cup on the 17 in Chile. I, you know, I was very, very, very uh, involved with the with the team and and uh, with the, from the preparation to when we went to Chile because of course I speak Spanish, so I said I I, I help as much as I can and I was uh, very close to Emmanuel Amonique. Yeah. Was very <clears throat> and and there I realized that the the boy who was working for FIFA, I said why my. You know, he's very good, you know, he's very professional, everything I can, I can, I saw him, you know, the way that he, I can, I said, listen, would you like to work with me, like part-time, you know, but uh, of course I will, instead of what you earn in uh, one month, you can earn it with me, in, uh, if, if there is a good project, I cannot be there, you'll be responsible, you can earn what you earn in, in one month, in one project of eight days, you know, and Correct. that's what I do, some, some, sometimes like this, you know, to do all these 10 games, I have some members of my staff who they can monitor from the office and, and be there. But to be the actual person running with the teams and being the TLOs of those teams, I always get these uh, FIFA trained uh, TLOs, which is much easier. And they have the knowledge and they know what they have to do and uh, they know how to manage if a situation gets uh, complicated, which is always logistics. You know, it could be logistics. Sometimes, very rarely, you know, people, the teams complain about the food. Okay, this chair, they're putting too much, you know, but that's normal. That's uh, that's human. Yeah. <laughs> but when, yeah. when you get a flight, 
flight delays or, or most of the time sometimes the players you know they are not very disciplined and they miss their flights they don't call they don't let anyone know and then they want suddenly next day say okay i need another flight so you start chasing uh, these uh, tickets and these ways how to get him as soon as possible because the coaches uh, the coach sometimes they don't care if he miss or not but uh, they say okay i want the player here for my second training you know we're going to play a important match so all of that yeah. it's uh, why we get involved and what we try always to to do uh, the best possible way to avoid any last minute events yeah i tell you what we 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 definitely have to have a, another session where you come on because i have like 2000 questions i want to ask you but no, i can't because of time go ahead. don't worry no don't worry go ahead. but um but i i think that the everything you said right now just what you do is really fascinating in the sense that most people don't understand even i'm i'm in the industry and i didn't have a full understanding of what it takes to do what you do which is a lot of work um but on the business side how, how so from from conception so let's say nigeria tells you hey iro we want to schedule a friendly match because we have AFCON coming up end of the year. We want to have some good teams and preferably in Europe. You then, you know, go out and identify certain federations that uh, are available during the match calendar. And then you try to get those games scheduled. From that point, what's it like in the sense that from the business perspective, do you have to cover all the expenses and the costs associated with handling that upfront and then you get compensated on the back end or uh do you eat all the costs and then you make your money from the gate from a share of the sponsorship for the event and and yeah. how, how does that work there it depends you know it depends where the event takes place yeah uh, some of the times as you said yes let's say let's give you an example we go to poland yeah yeah so poland poland is the host they are the interested team they take all the rights so they pay us to to go and and play there let's say okay you know i pay you for the hotel i'll give you an amount of money so that you cover your flights because no federation yeah. nowadays no federation will tell you okay i cover all your costs because it used to be you know like maybe in the my dad used to do this long time ago he was vice president of the colonial football federation and my brothers we are a family of big family and in the old days i'm talking about the 90s last yeah. century the the federations let's say my like my dad used to tell me when they he used to take teams colombia to asia they used to say like in the contest okay we pay you the hotel all your expenses and your flights and we'll give you 20 or 30,000 uh, dollars, you know, like a match fee for coming here. But when they used to do that, the problem was that, uh, let's say, Colombia in those days, they would take long to book the flights and to book everything. And then for uh, Korea or for Japan, the bill that they were expecting, okay, in flights, we're going to spend 150. That could have been 350 because, ah, you know, there was many changes last minute and uh, so nowadays, no federation will tell you, I will pay you your flights, you know? They will say, okay, doesn't matter that it's today and the match is gonna be in three months. They go and check, okay, a, a, a flight cost from Nigeria to Poland or Nigeria to London or 
and Europeans. It costs 300, you, you know, most players are in Europe. So how much is it? Okay, we'll give you the flight cost is 250 euro, you know, so we'll give you another 50 euro. So you have 300 budget to fly your players. You have your delegation from Nigeria, you have 10 people or 15 people, you know, which always is bigger, you know. Normally, Federation says we will pay you for 35 people. Then above that, you have to pay. So the Federation, in this case, NFF or Colombia, because they have delegations of 45 people or 50. Sometimes you negotiate and say, okay, cover us another five people in the hotel and then we cover the other, the other tent. But it's the host federation that invites. Let's say that sometimes pays, sometimes they don't even pay. You know, it, it depends on the, of the deal. Sometimes okay, you can have uh, 20 minutes of advertisement, sell it, and then uh, try to sort it out, take the TV for your country and for Africa, let's say, but uh, it doesn't help, you know? So sometimes the federations itself, they have to finance, because of course, it, uh, I always says, I always said, it depends level of necessity of the of, the, of these games, you know? Because when, uh, when you are about to go to the World Cup, of course, you get some budget from FIFA, so you, you should spend the budget and, and do the best for the team. But if it's after the World Cup, you know, you are not uh, preparing for anything. Sometimes to play games that have no sense, of course, if you're going to play Argentina or you're going to play with the Brazil or we're going to play, of course, those games are important, not just for you, but for the nation, for the country, for everything. So you can do, you, you the federations do, uh, how to say, they make an effort, even though those big teams and, and, uh, and sometimes these big companies behind who sponsor those teams, they do pay uh, a lot of money for those games to Brazil. And then they're happy if Brazil says, yes, we play, uh, like in this case, Nigeria. So they will uh, sponsor all the costs uh, involved from our side. So it depends. But when we go to England, for example, sometimes there is no teams we play many times in England. It's the federations, both federations, who have to finance. We play one Serbia in the past. We play also Cameroon. So you go, you say, okay, the stadium costs, is uh, five pounds, so it's two fifty and two fifty. Then the security cost is another pound, so you pay fifty and fifty. Then you have the TV production because uh, normal every every national team has to provide the TV back to the country because those rights belong always to someone. You know, in the case of Nigeria, Super Sports, when they play in Nigeria, when they play outside, they can sell it. But the in the African market, I have to tell you, it's a very sad to see the, the, the amounts of money that these uh, cable TVs or private TVs like super supporters uh, are willing to pay for the amount of money that they make, you know, when they broadcast yeah. those, those, game, those games. So yeah, it's, yeah. it's crazy. <clears throat> like here in South America, we can sell a game for 60, 70, 80, 90, sometimes 100,000. And, uh, and and in Nigeria, when you go to sell the rights of a game, it's ten thousand dollars. And I remember in two thousand, this is an, an an anecdote for you. And I don't know the name of the company. They haven't even paid. Two thousand seventeen, we play Argentina in Russia, in Krasnodar. We beat them four two. Yeah, I remember and that game. We, yeah, we sold those TV rights through another agency in London. Uh, that said, okay, we sell the rights for you and we take 20%, you know, and that was the last minute because no super sport, no, no one came. And there is this other company in Nigeria, I don't remember the, the name, 
and it's good for them that I don't remember because I will make them look bad in this debut. <laughs> but they bought they bought they bought the rice for ten thousand dollars and they never paid. Can you imagine ten thousand dollars a match Nigeria Argentina? That's a match oh my that should cost fifty sixty thousand dollars easily. It's not the value. Easily. Yeah. The values, but it's the same. It's the same. Like when we go to play in London, you know. And I compare always. I said, why Nigerians? If you have at least three hundred thousand Nigerians living in London, why don't we pack the stadium? You know, we have stadiums of. Before we used to play a lot, a lot in Fulham. I don't know if you remember. Yeah, yeah, Craven Cottage. Fulham is a twenty. Craven Cottage, twenty-five thousand yeah. stadium. I think last time it was in two thousand fourteen. Before going to to Brazil World Cup, we played Scotland there. You know, we qualified. We were a quality team after winning the Africa Cup of Nations. You know, the 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 company who came behind to sponsor the game and to and to to say, okay, you know, bring bring us. You know, we bring Scotland. You bring us Nigeria. We pay you. Uh, you know, to bring Nigeria, pay the hotel. We will take care of the stadium. Blah 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 blah. We had four thousand Nigerians. 4,000 Nigerians. So after that time, I remember I, after I moved to the Hive, the Hive Barnet, that's a small stadium that has very nice facilities and it's a stadium of 6,000 people, I think. And it's still like that, we have never packed the stadium. Never packed we the stadium. Played, and we, yeah. we, we have played there Serbia and, Camero and uh, uh, it was Cameroon, no, it was... Uh, Another African team, anyway, but uh, but we have never, and I always say, why, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a question for Nigerians, because Nigerians are very demanding, they are very, uh, how to say, they criticize the team a lot and the players, and they want the best, but if you want to be in that side of the of the table, you should also be on the other side and also support the team, so support that you can criticize, not just. And they haven't. So I think the 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 brand of uh, I remember my dad once saying, like, you know, Nigeria is the Brazil of Africa. That's real true. You know, they play the most beautiful football, everything. But commercially, we still need to go to that step. I remember when I brought uh, Nike, when I, when Adidas uh, dropped the NFF after nineteen. Okay, you're back. Okay. You're back. So yeah, I, I was the one who, yeah. Did the so Nike when deal? When stop, I was the one who brought the, I brought the, the opportunity, I did the deal and that's it. I didn't, you know, and that's uh, another thing, you know, I've done a lot of things that you say, okay. Then when people come and says, ah, what did you get? I said, nothing, you know, I didn't, I wanted to do it for, because I did, I couldn't see Nigeria, you know, national team like Nigeria without the the brand behind and then i knew always that nike was gonna be fantastic but nike was the one who who took all the credit and did everything now you know with the, uh, the new jerseys and everything the jersey of nigeria was the most sold and sold you know which i hope that the nff with the contract got some money. Like, yeah good contract they got but anyway that was let's say my my part of the job like you know it's my i'm committed so i say i don't care you know all the people and in real terms, an agency would have taken 20% of anything, you know? I brought the deal, I had 20%. I never took anything. Correct, correct. But, but, but saying that, there's many other areas commercially, which, you know, when one kind of support a lot, but it's also that 
in Nigeria, there is not that such support like in other countries. You know, we should, for example, yeah. we should have one or the one or two of the biggest sponsors in Nigeria bringing us one or two teams once a year. You know, I'm not saying out of the four, five, six, eight uh, FIFA dates year. Yeah, we could bring uh, once. Uh, okay, let's not say we bring again Argentina, Brazil. But let's go. Let's bring Colombia. Let's bring Chile. Let's bring. Uh, Czech Republic, let's bring you know, and uh, and to, and, to and, Nigeria, and, to Nigeria to, to play, Nigeria, right? Nigeria, of course, yeah. yes, of course. I yeah. think that's that will help. That will help, uh, and uh, and I'm, I'm I'm pretty sure because I've been many times in Nigeria. That will uh, give a lot to the people back there. You know, people love seeing the Super Eagles, and of course, seeing the uh, good teams back home playing. It, it would be amazing. You know, that's something. Yeah. That, let me let me I'm, ask you I'm, this: Were you? Were you involved in the friendly match uh, that Nigeria set up with Atletico Madrid? No. You remember they played a friendly match. Yeah, that was in. Uh, yeah. They played the match that in um, in Cross River State in Calabar. Uh, the match was in. No, yeah. I think that that was uh, the La Liga. You know. La Liga, yeah. I think La Liga. La Liga is the league in the world that has become the most uh, commercial you know and they're trying to expand and do and blah, blah. and they had a partnership with the nigerian league i think it was more uh, about the not the federation but the, the league and 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 and, the, and la liga that they tried they set to up a friendly and, and set up and they tried to set up this kind of commercial uh, uh how to say to say commercial yes uh, partnerships to to bring la liga and to make because let's say in, in nigeria as we all know premiership you know the the english premiership is the number one king yeah yeah king. so i think la liga tries to 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 how to say it? yes to promote the 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 league more and more in order to increase the value of the of the rights you know because at the end of the day it's about these tv rights from these leagues that have a lot of value in many countries like nigeria like colombia you know here now Many years ago, we used to watch just the Italian league because uh, Aspria started playing there. Nowadays, we know. have some players, not like you, not like Nigerians, because Nigerians are everywhere and they are fantastic and talented and, and, and amazing players in the top teams. Uh, now we we can watch here the Italian league, the Spanish league, Turkish league now. Turkey league, we started watching this uh, recently in Colombia because Falcao was there. They were Falcao, yeah. Recent. We yeah. have Rodallega, who is a fantastic player, Colombian player as well, and still playing very well, very disciplined player. But uh, Falcao, you know, in the 30s, played there. But now we even watch the, the Turkish league here, which is not of any interest, but just because uh, of Falcao. So it's uh, for La Liga was like yeah, promoting their own league. It's a way to promote their own league. Me, I always said, and I and I every try every time i try you know it's like just you always get people like yes no no we will do it we will do it okay because me i said the day that you will and this is outside of what i do with the Nigerian football federation you know it's outside of the matches but it's based on my knowledge and what i can see how we develop football in colombia i believe that the nigerian league should be televised you know i know that they televise nowadays like one or two games every on super every on super week. sport yeah on super sport they do uh, on super sport in in nigeria yeah, yeah? Okay. in nigeria yeah. you should 
you should produce and broadcast all the games, all the games, the whole league, like we do now. You should control it, right? Yeah. They should just produce, you know, do a partnership with Supersport, with whoever. You know, TV production, uh, you know, I, I thought before that Media Pro was going to get in there. I don't know what happened. But if Supersport is still, you know, one thing is the TV rights and TV broadcasters, which, you know, I don't get uh, too involved because uh, it's a, it's a like no-go no area. <laughs> Sometimes when you say what you think, then... Uh, they say, you know, you don't get involved there, leave them, you know, they are our, you know, they, they pay a lot of money and you shouldn't say this or should, you shouldn't criticize that. Yeah. But, yeah. But, uh, but me, I believe that the day that the Nigerian league will be produced or televised all the games, you know, just two games, because then that would be the day that you can earn more value for, uh, for your own league, not just in Nigeria, in other countries in Africa and worldwide. Even if you start selling your rights for nothing, because the way that we promoted players was by television. You know, before people used to watch videos, you used to send a video. Remember? Yeah. The VH, yeah. VHS. VHS. Say, okay, yeah. You know, look, yeah. look at Boma. You know, he's a fantastic he's a good player. Defender. Yeah. He's a, yeah. You know, but but mm, okay. How do I see him? If I have to fly all the way there, the scout yeah. to send scout. my team. It's, it's, it's a ten thousand dollars, and if I send like to watch 10 players like that's a hundred thousand dollars he's costing me already that pleasure that might cost me eight hundred thousand i'm already spending one hundred thousand but if you have the tv option you know everyone can watch everyone can see and say and then say from those 10 or 12 that the uh, scout has to watch say, okay i pick these two and i go and i buy hydro it's very good <laughs> <laughs> but you know what Iro? you are saying something that i struggle with every day because most of the players i work with come from nigeria and um one of the biggest issues uh, you see players fantastic players but you can't market or sell them because you have a hard time getting their footage um yeah and i deal with that every day every day so difficult um so you're absolutely 100 percent right on on that the on your on your own uh, match agent when you're setting up all these games do you have and you've been doing this for a long time so you might have that because of your experience but do you have um some leverage how much leverage do you have to negotiate a better deal for yourself or is it or do you just take what the federation say hey you know i we can only pay you or you know how does it you know what's that yes. like yes. no it, from time from deal to deal it changes you know yeah sometimes as i said before you could say okay we have a, a budget of uh, 150. You check hotels, and you and and you say, okay, it's, because normally it's, it's between 10 and 20 percent. Yeah, you're doing yeah. everything. It's between 10, 10 yeah. and 20. When you do all the deals, like it's, it's, it's 10. But when you do everything, you know, when you're doing logistics, which is doing everything, you say, okay, I want whatever is left. I want is between 10 and 20. Yeah. Sometimes they push, say, okay, 15 or a flat fee. You know, I want yeah. 10,000. This is a big project. This is this, this is that, and I'm doing this business. Just to fly myself, you know, it costs me money. I'm not involved. I'm not, uh, sometimes when the, as I said before, federations, let's say Poland invite, say, okay, we pay for 35, okay, 40. But then we have 55 plus me, you know, it's one more. Sometimes yeah. federation covers, uh, or or I have to cover, you know, because sometimes they say, okay, no, we have eight more. So it means like, 
I need to cover for my, you know, I go and pay in the hotel, okay, with the discount that the other federation would provide, you know, it's not the, the but you, you pay. So it's, it depends. Sometimes you have a flat fee because you say, okay, or, or, or a flat 10 or 15% of whatever they, they are paying. Then if the federation is spent it over or, you know, we went over because they requested different, uh, or we had to uh, pledges sometimes that happens to every federation you get injured just before travel you have bought those tickets you lose those tickets you know even though sometimes they are business you buy the cheapest business option so the only thing you get back is taxes and 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 uh how's it called taxes and the airfare whatever you know it's like 20 percent of the actual cost because you can't before traveling so it's it, it depends yeah so the margins, the margins, the always, margins could be could be very tight depending on the budget that the depending on the budget that you have. I mean, yes, and you have. So sometimes so that's if, why it's better to say. So if you yeah, deal with if you deal with a small federation, what happens? So let's say you know Macedonia and Democratic Republic I, of Congo uh, decide to say they want to play. I only deal with Nigeria, Colombia, Argentina, <laughs> Uruguay. And those are. Also I, I I understand. Can, I understand. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not. It's not. It's, it's tough. The only it's small, tough. The small federation <laughs> that I deal is Bolivia, where yeah. it's difficult, and uh, because you know I got very close uh, friend with the coach. And sometimes are the coaches, you know, who, yeah. who pull you, and they say, "Come, come, you know, you've done this. Uh, I know that you did this for this guy. Help me." And uh, you know, if 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 everything goes right, you know. I'm sure the federation will compensate you long later, but let's for the time being let's help us here because there's no one here who can help us, and I wow. need to play. You know, if you see Bolivia, I think the last two years when I I took them, uh, we played everyone. With Bolivia, we played Serbia. Did we play Nigeria? No, I think no. Nigeria was the, on, the only team in the last now because in the past we were bringing once Bolivia. There was no other team, and they. There was a different uh, president in the Federation of Bolivia and they canceled the game. And then we had to, last minute, uh, we brought uh, Angola, no. What was the name? I remember the coach, Serbian coach, was coaching that team. He's now in Egypt or in South Africa. Yeah, I forgot. That was, uh, that was like 2018, uh, 17. I don't remember. The Bolivia was yeah. going there. Anyway, last year, because Media Pro bought the rights and they called me and they said, listen, we have the TV rights of, Nigeria, of Bolivia. We want you to support us because we don't do games and we need games in order to sell the TV rights, you know, to commercialize those rights. So, and we have played Serbia, I took Bolivia to Japan and Korea. So they, they, they were having great games and I started to have a good relationship with the new administration, but Unfortunately, 10 days ago, or less, six, seven days ago, eight days ago, the president of the Bolivian Football Federation, who was a beloved friend, he died of COVID. Oh. Can you imagine? 50, oh, 50, really? 58. Wow. So it's now, to hear that. Yeah. and now it's uh, over there, it's crazier than in Nigeria. You know, they, there is more envies and more fights and everyone so now he 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 was dying and people there uh, i think they they were more thinking who's gonna go over and take over that place and who's, the federation and how yeah. are they and how are they gonna manage now the federation so 
That's sad to see, but I think that's the world of football. Eh? It's a lot of yeah. Uh, no, it's, it's, a, it's a lot of it's a lot of politics. You know, it's not yeah. just. Um, I had um, yeah. I had a guy last week who's a senior consultant for the Asian Football Confederation last week, and um, and he was saying it. You know that you know he would like to run for the head of the Indian FA, but he has to make sure that politically he's very well connected. Um, mm -hmm. It's a lot of politics involved. It's not just football knowledge or football passion, you know. <laughs> yeah. So uh, it's who's going to support you. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, yeah. How much money do you have? You know, yeah. those things. So yeah. absolutely. Iro, listen. In Colombia is the same. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. No, I was just gonna say, you know, I thank you so much. Um, you know, for for your time. I would I if you have time, anytime mm -hmm. and you want to come yeah, back, yeah. I would love to have you back because I could talk to you sure. for I think I could talk to you for four hours. <laughs> um Great. and um and 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 I think you should I always tell people I think you should take up writing that book um that you mentioned because um that book, you know, they could teach students in school that want to get involved in the business about yeah. the, about yeah. about your experiences because it's it's so unique. Imagine having to deal with all the headaches of the logistics having to negotiate with two different federations, having to travel from one end of the globe to the other end of the globe in the name of football to set up these matches within a very tight window on a specific day that FIFA has sanctioned and you can't get any other date, you know? So it's, it's and there's a lot of pressure. So it's not, you know, it's not easy. You have to be able to deal with the different customs, the local laws, the you know the cultures the people depending on where the games are being held it is not you know i can only imagine it's not even remotely easy at all so i uh i empathize with the amount of work that you have to do i think it's fascinating and you know at the end of the day people just sit that sit at home they see the the, the game oh yeah you know and you know it, i'm nigerian so i hear a lot of nigerians complain oh how come we're playing um Serbia, how come we're not playing? You know, we're going ready for the World yeah. Cup. Why are we not playing the big teams like you know these yeah. guys or that? You know, and they don't understand. I know. They don't understand. Know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, they just think, oh, you wave your hand yeah, and this yeah. these games happen. Yeah. So uh, I totally understand. And um, and thanks again, man. It's really no, and I, I'll definitely man. yeah, I'll definitely love to have you back because yeah. you know, be like for instance, back. So. Yeah, the broadcasting piece, that is that is one piece there. Because I, I, I personally have my own thoughts on it. I think Nigeria needs to develop some leverage on broadcasting. I think if yeah. they said, hey, listen, we are going to control our broadcasting, not just the broadcasting of the games on, on TV, but also online. And we're going to contrast, control our broadcasting. We're going to do it ourselves. And we're going to try and monetize it ourselves. And if anyone outside wants to come and get the rights to it, then they will have to negotiate. That gives yeah. Nigeria the yeah. leverage to be able to say to them, this is how much we want. And if you're not willing to pay us this, then no yeah. deal. You know, right now yeah. we don't have that leverage. We rely on these entities externally to come in and negotiate for us by telling us how much they're going to pay us for a very, very, yeah, yeah for a very, very good Low. product. Because Low. Super Eagles in Nigeria, yeah. Ira, I'll tell you this, that Super Eagles is the only thing in Nigeria 
I grew up there. That is, everyone puts down everything else they're doing. The dream. It, yeah. It doesn't matter. Yeah. It doesn't matter what language you speak. It doesn't matter what part of the country you're from. That is the ultimate unifier. So it's a mm -hmm. big product in the country. And for that kind of product, it it's needs everywhere. to be sold. You know, food yeah, yeah. Everywhere. Everywhere. We've yeah. seen it the same. So, so. yeah. So I agree with you. Try 100%. and see how to. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. But um. Anyway. But thanks again, man. Thanks again. I 